Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the newsletter, which now comes directly to you anytime anything new is produced. Here's this morning's segment. On the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce is broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people around the world each and every night. The master, the one, the only, the original, Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain, the you know, original, huh? Yeah, you know I get, a, I get around to the original. The original. Yep, the original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like that breakfast cereal or something that they used to. But anyway, well, Frank, the big question that comes to mind, and you and I talked about this off the air, was I've been watching these protests all week long in front of the judges' homes. Uh, of course, they're in front of Kavanaugh's house and Chief Justice John Roberts making a bunch of noise, marching up and down the street. Some people tried to get on the sidewalk. The cops wouldn't let them. Said, nope, you got to be out in the street. But why are they even there when it's a violation of the federal law to begin with to go out on some judge's uh, doorstep and start yelling at them and try to get them to change their decision? Because there's a double, we have a double standard in our judicial system that allows the left to act like clowns and jerks and punishes the right when they actually exercise their free speech. That's why we have a, we have a double standard, and, and it's, been, it's been tolerated for way too long. We have been selectively enforcing our laws in the United States anyway, which shouldn't be. We're either a nation of laws or we're a nation of men, and right now we're a nation of men. That's not what John Adams foresaw for our country at the very, very beginning when he was helping to draft the Declaration of Independence. Mm -hmm. My question is, when you have people threatening the justices of the U.S. Supreme Court, how come they aren't being treated like domestic terrorists? Mm Mm-hmm. This is a true definition of a domestic terrorist. They are terrorizing these people in their homes. They should be treated as such. Mm-hmm. They're not protesting at a public building nope. like happened on January 6th, where they've arrested people and incarcerated people before a trial in solitary confinement and, and treated them like people who perpetrated 9-11. They're going to private homes, and they're terrorizing people. So where is DHS enforcing the laws 
under the onus of the very thing they say is the biggest threat to our country. Mm-hmm. Biden has said it. Harris has said it. Pelosi said it. Schumer has said it. And they've said it very politically and disingenuously. Domestic terrorism is the biggest threat to the security of our nation. Well, we're seeing true domestic terrorism right now and a violation of federal law, and they aren't doing a damn thing about it. So that's my question. You've got people committing acts of domestic terrorism, and DHS, the Biden administration, aren't doing anything about it. In fact, they won't even denounce it. Mm-hmm. Jen Psaki wouldn't even denounce it. Yeah, you're, you're right. And uh, I just got a little quick message here from Christine down in Sarasota. She's saying Joe and Nancy Pelosi probably will not proceed and finding out who leaked the information, number one. Uh, we haven't even hardly gotten into that. We're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, and let's see. So she's talking about the leaker that started all this. Well, By the way, they think it's a law clerk. It, it's not up to Joe or Nancy. It's not their their branch of government. Nope. They have nothing to say about it. Zero. Zip. Yep. This is why John Roberts, when he said, we're going to investigate this, yep. that's where the weight is, because he leads that branch of the government, and they can investigate whoever the hell they want to. And they have their own police department, to too, by the way. Yes, yep. they do. Mm-hmm. So if he's serious about it, they'll find out who it is. Mm-hmm. Not everything comes down to the party that's in power. We have three separate co-equal branches of government with mm-hmm. powers up unto themselves. All right. I gotta take a little break here. We'll be right back with more with Frank Silvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website. Go over there, take a look at the articles he writes, take a look at the podcast he has over there, and uh, sign up for it, and you'll be very well informed. That's all I can tell you. And I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Real Radio for Real American Patriots in the Overnight. Always live, conservative, the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. American Express, investigated by the U.S. government, caught processing a Soviet-era politician's dirty money, paid hundreds of millions in fines for deceiving customers. Rather than clean up their act, American Express has gone woke. Employees say people are promoted and told to offer lower premiums based on race. Amex administered critical race theory training that told employees capitalism is racist. American Express, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Visit unamericanexpress.com. This message was paid for by Consumers Research, a 501c3 educational advocacy group. To learn more, log on to consumersresearch.org. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Okay, Frank Salvato, undergroundusa.com is with us. Hello there, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. In the conversation we were having just a second or so ago on the telephone line, (laughs) we were talking about a little something that's right up your alley. Well, I I think... Possibly, if uh, if somebody doesn't douse her in water so that she melts mm-hmm. this Friday the thirteenth, if Miss Saki can get uh, get to her broom, she might yep. just be able to get out of the White House and fly away and land over in the unbelievably unjaded, centrist, non-biased MSNBC for her new career. You know what I would love you to know, see? What, what is that? I would love to see Jesse, uh, uh, what's his name there from Fox, get a witch's hat and hand it to her with the broom. 
maybe a gold-plated one as a as a, a token of their esteem, so she can hang it on her on her hat rack over there. Mm-hmm. If her arrival at MSNBC doesn't tell you everything you need to know about the how biased and jadedly left, and I mean fascist left, that Jen Psaki is, then nothing else will paint that for you. There isn't anybody over on MSNBC who isn't. Mm-hmm. If she were truly somebody who believed in in being a centrist, she certainly wouldn't be going there. So this is a tantamount to an admission that she has been only seeing subjects and running interference for the very far left the entire time. But anybody who knew her or, or paid attention to her going all the way back to the days when she was a spokesman for Hillary Clinton at the State Department would know that. Mm-hmm. Yep. By the way, yeah. let's say howdy, howdy. Good morning to George Godfather. He's in there, and uh, Jeff was also chiming in from Sarasota. Guys. Yep, yep. And Jeff was with us, uh, let's see. Yeah, Jeff was with us on uh, Saturday. He came over to the gun show. So we had a good time cool. there. We got to get you down to one of these gun shows if you ever feel the urge. Maybe it'll be the one in Brooksville when I come back up there again. That's not that far hey. away. Yeah. I've always got the urge. It's logistics, baby, but I'll make it down there. Okay. I'll make it there. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say you could fly on your broom. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, oh, hey, boy. If, if 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 Nancy's coming from San Francisco back to Washington, maybe she could pick me up. Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. And the corporate seven fifty seven or whatever the hell she's flying around in. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's the that's the, uh, that's the government the government sponsored broom. Yeah. Now uh, the G seven leaders are having a big meeting. And uh, they said that they're going to reinforce Russia's economic isolation and uh, elevate the campaign against them and stop buying all the stuff that they were buying from Russia to begin with. It's going to stop. It's going to be done uh, by the end of the year. So it's not a deal that's, you know, going to be. I, I would have thought they would have done it a little sooner, but that's just me. No, that's the whole thing. This is a lot of what these countries are saying has been threat and bluster. As far as I know, shutting off of the valve for Russian oil has been done one twist a week on the valve. It mm-hmm. hasn't been shut off immediately. Nope. So this idea that they've been isolated immediately when all these people took to the microphones is a bunch of BS. And here's another question. <clears throat> you either do it or you don't. Why do you have to get in front of a microphone and puff your chest out about it? If the G7 wanted to isolate Russia... Just do it. Mm-hmm. They'll feel it. That message will get out to the people that you did it. So are you doing it because you want to look big in front of the world so you can tell the people that you rule over that you're doing something? Or are you? do you really mean it? Because if you do, do it. Hmm. It's infuriating that you said, "Well, we're going to shut. We're going to shut all the oil." You heard Biden. That's it. We've got sanctions. We're sh- we're going after every everything Putin's got. We're shutting everything down. And we were taking Russian oil for another month and a half. That's right. And actually, you know, the so government. I don't, believe, I don't believe any of them. Yeah, and actually, the government is going till the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. So the people would go, okay, we're shutting you off for the American people, but we'll do it. We'll use it. Our card's still good, right, Vlad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's he's suffering over there. Real, real hard, he's suffering. Listen, I got a good one for you here now. You ready? I'm ready. Trucker Bob is on the GOP primary ballot for South Carolina governor. That's the way it's listed, Ooh. Trucker Bob. 
let's see what Trucker Bob's platform is. I'll have to get him on the show Trucker. just to have somebody interested. Yeah. In we got to find out about this yeah. guy. <laughs> if Trucker Bob has got a good platform and he's a regular guy and sincere about what he wants to, he's got just the right to be on the ballot because he got the, the signatures that he needed than anybody else. You don't need to be anointed by a political party to run for office. Nope. That's something that we've been bullied into believing, mm-hmm. that if you haven't risen through the ranks of the, of the GOP or the DNC, then your chances of getting elected are nothing. That's crap. Mm-hmm. What do you- you, if you could get your signatures and get on there, you've got a good message, and you've got people who support you and believe in what you're doing, run. Now, I think that uh, the former Defense Secretary, Mark Esper, has just put out a new book. Is that right? Uh, I'm not familiar. All right. Well, here's what he did. He created a whole bunch of brouhaha over the weekend. He came out and he said that Trump, uh, President Trump was angered by the drugs coming into the U.S. across the southern border. So he asked Esper, who at the time was the acting Secretary of Defense, if the military could could shoot missiles into Mexico to destroy the drug labs. Now, to me, that kind of makes sense to me, as long as you're going after the drug labs and not necessarily the, 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 the uh, you know, the whatever, you know, give them warning that you're coming. Say you got 20, you got 15 minutes to clear out or else or something like that. You know how they used to do. But anyway, um, unless, unless they've got a cooperative effort with the Mexican government, that's an act of war. Mm-hmm. Well, you, know, you don't go shoot missiles into other people's countries. But that's what Hamas does to Israel yeah. from, from the occupied territories. You don't do that. Now, if if the Mexican government said, you know, we got to get rid of these drug labs, hell, hey, green light, baby. But you just go lob, you don't go robbing missiles over borders. <laughs> well, we can't we can't get Mexico I, to agree with us. Well, it's because the Mexican government's corrupt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to agree with you. What, are they going to shut off their, their money spigot? No. The drug cartels own the Mexican government. Yep. But, but we've, allowed, we've allowed that to happen. You know, we should we should have been cooperative when we had people down there who kind of weren't so corrupt. You know, they were never squeaky clean. Yep. Well, to be continued, you're going to be around here right after the break. So hang on. And, folks, I'm coming back with more right after we take this little break. Don't go anywhere. The Captain's America Third Watch is rolling along on a Monday morning. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. Insight, passion, AM 930, the answer. Okay, back to Frank Salvato from the UndergroundUSA.com. 
website. And, uh, of course, always a pleasure, Mr. Frank, when you stick around a little bit longer. We appreciate it because you've got a lot to say. Anytime and always, man. And sometimes people think that's a, that's a malady instead of a plus, so I appreciate it. No, because we, we uh, there's, there's just, you know, we've talked so long together about stuff. It's almost like we know what the other one's going to say uh, sometimes. But uh, I want to get into a, I want to get into a conversation now because I had a couple of calls and a couple of comments earlier from some people who were really concerned about Bitcoin because over the weekend the price of Bitcoin dropped and the crypt, crypto market lost some two hundred billion dollars and it sounded like as if this one person was getting ready to get into the market and this this kind of scared the individual. Well, I know they're still listening to the show. So what? And you are a Bitcoin investor. So what do you yeah. think, uh, uh, you know, to uh, give somebody some solid advice? Well, you have to understand why it was created in the first place, and then you get a better idea of why it's important that Bitcoin be engaged in and survive. Uh, I've got a piece over at undergroundusa.com um, called The Establishment's Terror About Cryptocurrencies and Why They Need to Destroy It. First and foremost, it's important to understand that the Federal Reserve is not part of the U.S. federal government. They have authority over our money by, by an act of Congress, but they are not an assembly that is a government entity. They are a group of bankers created by people back in, I believe it was 1913, on Jekyll Island. And there's a great book on this called The Creature from Jekyll Island that I urge everyone to read because you need to understand what the Federal Reserve is. It's a conglomerate of bankers that was actually put together by J.P. Morgan, uh, by people from what is today Lehman Brothers, uh, the, the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. The, the people who met, met down there were the senator who was in charge of a, of a Senate banking committee uh, that was charged with trying to figure out how to avoid another crash like they had. Well, and the runs on the banks that were happening at the turn of the century, and they created this reserve. It's never been what was proposed. They can create money out of thin air. That's why they can print money at will. And their focus is to make sure that the banks are healthy. They're charged with making sure the economy is healthy, but their their actions are only centered on making sure the banks are healthy. They're only looking out for the banks. These are the people who are behind every bailout that we've ever had for anything. And we continuously bail out people who take out loans. And I'm talking about nation states around the world. Mm -hmm. Because all they want is the interest to come back in. It's like the credit card gambit. They just want to make sure that you're paying your interest. They don't give a damn about the principal coming back. So why is the Federal Reserve, why is the FDIC, which is another non-government entity, why is the World Bank attached to no countries, really, just a bunch of contributors? And why is the International Monetary Fund a hyper, a hyper child of the Federal Reserve? Why do they hate cryptocurrency so much? Because it's decentralized. Governments can't control it. They're trying like hell to figure out how to keep you from using it, but they can't control the blockchain that is behind cryptocurrency. So it's not married to any fiat currency for any country. Mm-hmm. It is purely free market. And that's why Bitcoin and, and Ethereum, 
That's why it scares the hell out of them. They're doing everything they can to try to destroy it because they can't control it to manipulate the money. Mm-hmm. That is the true reason. And when you start reading up on it, it becomes very apparent that they will do everything to try to kill it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening right now. They, they've got the media, so they saber-rattle about it and the dangers, the dangers of money laundering. Mm-hmm. Well, Here's the question. Here's the question. Fiat currency has the worst track record in money laundering. Okay, here's the question from the girl that uh, asked the question to begin with. She wants to know if it's a good time to buy because that's what she's debating. You know what? When you get below all-time highs and you look at the history of what Bitcoin's been doing, it's volatile. It's a volatile investment. If you don't have the money to lose, just like any other investment, don't do it. You need to be able to lose the money that you're going to invest. But right now, Bitcoin is down. A lot of people say it may go down to around 30. You know, this is the gambling of the stock market, the spades, but in the crypto sphere. But traditionally, you buy low and you sell high. Unless you believe this is going to explode, and a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you've got nations that are, that are starting to use Bitcoin as legal tender. Now the IMF will say, "Oh, that's that's very very bad. You 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 can't do that because you you need to borrow money from us so that you can you can you can pay the interest payments." Well, they don't say that last part, but that's really what they're doing. <laughs> you know, so you're moving to a, a platform that can't be controlled by a central government or a central banking authority. You're cutting out the middleman in financial transactions, which is the bank, and they don't like that because it takes money out of their pockets. So to answer the the woman's question, it's low now. It's probably going to go a little lower. You know, unless you're an oracle, you're never going to understand when the bottom floor is to buy so that it's all 100% profit. Mm -hmm. But when I got into Bitcoin, it was down in the low 20s. It's at 33. So my overall investment has made money, even though it's been up to 64 before. It's just like the gamble you're going to take going with a volatile stock. If it it moves in a violent manner, you stand to make a lot of money or you stand to lose it all. So when you invest in something that's volatile, I don't care whether it's cryptocurrencies or stocks, make sure that you you don't rely on that money for your well-being. You need to be able to afford to lose it if you invest it. And, and when you make money off of it, it's a bonus. Okay, well, I believe you answered your question, so that's that's all good. Okay, I'll check my clock here. we got about 30 seconds, so I can't do what I wanted to do. Real quick, real quick. Elon Musk is aiming to increase Twitter's annual revenue to $26.4 billion by 2028, up from $5 billion last year. That's a huge increase. I think he can do it. I think he can, too, and I guess that should be a, a very quick meeting with the Federal Trade Commission then on the sale. They shouldn't have any problem with it then if the bottom line is to, in a capitalist market, in a, in a, in a country that claims to be a capitalist nation, if, if he could do that, the, the stockholders, not the stakeholders, because that's socialist, the stockholders in Twitter will make a profit. And isn't that what's supposed to happen? Yep. So when you have companies like Disney who decide to tell you how you're supposed to live your life, your stock value should go down. Yep. If someone like Elon Musk saying, let's make a profit, your stock should go up. Okay, to be continued on Friday, my friend. 
Say hello, my friend. All right. That's Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com. The website, check it out. Check him out. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. That signpost up ahead is reminding you that you are listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Please like the episode on the platform you're listening to us on, leave a comment if it lets you, and share us with your friends and family. Our influence grows when you share our podcast. And don't forget to sign up for our Substack, which comes directly to you, subverting the interference of the internet gatekeepers and social media censors. This is going to be increasingly important moving forward given the world's trajectory. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. I'm Judson Carroll, and I'm an herbalist. I'd like to invite you to listen to my show, the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. It's available wherever you like to listen to podcasts. It's a show with a conservative Christian worldview, and it's about a lot more than just herbal medicine. It's about an independent way of life being more self-reliant, less reliant on the government, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and the supply chain. With freedom comes responsibility. Sometimes that responsibility is putting food on the table. Other times it's caring for yourself and your family with home remedies. So give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it, and it may just save your life. 